Hello, and welcome back to 10 in 10, the official podcast of CX Loop. This interview series takes some of Australia's top CX experts and puts them against 10 hard-hitting questions in 10 minutes. In our first episode for 2023, we've been lucky enough to have Travis Brown, head of CX at Officeworks, sit down with us. Travis has had an unconventional journey into the world of CX, and it was fascinating to get his perspective on the space. In today's episode, you can hear about why Travis thinks learning to listen is the best lesson he's learned, why the future of self-service gets Travis excited, why unfiltered feedback gives you the best insights, and much, much more. To top it all off, Travis is a really great guy with a lot of knowledge to share, so we really hope you enjoy this chat, because I know I did. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter to never miss an episode at cxloop.com.au. Without any further ado, introducing... Travis Brown. Can you tell me a little bit about your role right now with Officeworks? Uh, I have the fortunate position of being um, head of customer experience at uh, Officeworks. Uh, for all intents and purposes, we look after the experience across all the channels uh, to market for our customers. So uh, install uh, the digital line uh, and obviously trying to get better at B2B and uh, our call center. Been here for five years and it's, uh, it's been a wonderful journey. I saw you studied actually a Bachelor of Applied Science, so I was pretty curious to see how you ended up working in CX. By chance, I ended up in the CX space. Um, Yeah, you're right, I I studied Applied Science at at school and sort of um, always had dreams of doing sort of two things, either stay in the physiology field or in uh, computing or or various things and ended up in uh, being a developer for many a year and um, my journey took me uh, through various roles and various opportunities and end up uh, many years ago doing a role as customer strategy manager, which was the one of the um, best roles I ever did in terms of learning. Um, and uh, I've always gravitated back to, to that side in terms of customer experience and stuff. So it wasn't a planned journey by any stretch of the imagination time. I, um, I sort of found my way into it, but um, I've, I've sort of become a believer in in the fact that um, you need good customer experience and various things to survive in today's business world. So um, I've always gravitated back to that. But uh, no, it wasn't a planned thing. Developer into customer experience, not exactly the most uh, standard journey, but um, one that I've enjoyed nonetheless. And an interesting one, I'm sure. Um, yes. So how would you define good CX design? What does that look like for you? I guess the way that I look at customer experience and, and certainly in the design aspect is that if you are relevant and satisfying the shopping mission that a customer is trying to complete, then generally you're in the right ballpark in terms of experience levels. So, you know, for me to think about, you know, good customer experience and good customer design, you need to understand your customer base and who they are. You actually need to understand what they're trying to do and then you can supply the relevant experience and i use the word relevant um, because people that design for everyone generally design for no one um, so you need to be able to uh, understand who your target audience is and then what they're trying to do and then aim your experience or your design uh, around that component and the last thing i'd say is um, don't uh, complicate the design. I think um, one of the beauty at the moment that you're seeing a lot more of is people embracing simplicity, giving the information that's relevant to the customer at the right time, not bombarding them with 58,000 things to decide on. So, What would you say is a unique CX challenge or, or opportunity for a business like Officeworks? There's always challenges that, you know, Officeworks, um, you know, is a 
reasonably large corporate um, with lots of traffic coming through. But the the thing that's interesting coming out of COVID is that, you know, we still trade a lot on product and price. And product and price will get you so far, but uh, now it's into that dynamic of how do you continue to engage a customer and satisfy their needs as they go forward. And I think the thing that we have lacked over the journey and we're still looking to solve for is that emotional engagement with customers. Yes, we are here to, to help you satisfy a shopping mission and ultimately that is a product or a service, but how do we get you through that funnel on a more emotional engagement and help you solve that problem along the journey? Uh, I think we talked about in the panel a little bit, but you know that personalization component. So you know, know me, know what I want, not you know try to continually reinvent me or understand who I am each time. So I think that's the the goal for us to solve over the coming year or so. It does seem like this year personalization is really going to be something a lot of businesses are going to try and hit. So interesting to hear that from you as well. So you were talking about learning lessons previously. What would you say is the most important CX lesson you've learned? The power of listening uh, and empathy. I think the one thing that I've loved over my journey in the CX space is that you know, there's lots of avenues to get data and access to things. Um, you know, And at the end of the day, your opinion necessarily doesn't matter. Um, you've got to be able to represent the voice of the customer and therefore you have to really listen and you have to really empathise and engage. And, you know, I'm, I know I'm repeating the word listen, but I've really understood the power of, you know, stakeholders and customers come in various forms. It's really important to understand that sometimes experiences that might be suited to a different retailer or a different corporate doesn't necessarily work in your ecosystem because of your customers may not want that experience from you so again it's that listening component and really going back and empathizing with what they're trying to do and that pain point particular and then how you solve that going forward um it's a really important piece for me so what excites you the most about cx in 2023 i've been talking about this a little bit but i am fascinated so COVID, I guess, catapulted some really amazing technology solutions that that really brought forward the self-service component. And so you're seeing a lot of brands really buy into this. How do I get the customer to self-serve and how do I get the customer to be able to achieve what they want on their terms as they go forward? I am intrigued on the self-service. I'm intrigued on brands that allow customers to engage on their terms. However, I guess the area that I'm really excited for for 2023 is where does customer service now fit? What is the human instinct in the relationship going forward and does that become a point of difference? Because in the past, it was table stakes. Customer service was kind of your entry into customer experience and, you know, as you go through the journey. Now that you've got all this technology that helps you self-serve, how does the human touch work and solving the things that can't be done from a technology standpoint? The thing that I look at, the reason why I'm excited about customer service and where it dovetails in is I still think issue resolution is the greatest way to gain loyalty with customers. When things don't go right, how do you solve that for the customer in the most empathetic way to give them that loyalty and trust as they go forward? So quite boring, but I do think the customer service element for me is a fascinating piece of where 2023 will go. That's very interesting that you bring that up because my next question I was going to ask was actually, what do you think is more important, having strong AI capabilities or having a team with strong interpersonal skills? Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a, a huge dynamic. I think AI will solve a lot of task orientation. And I think there's a lot of 
um, use cases that are fantastic from a customer perspective. But I think from an operational perspective, AI will solve a lot of those autonomous tasks and various things that you need to do as an organisation to continue to provide a service. So I've always lent into the fact that you're still going to have to have a really heavy investment in your customer service side and what that looks like and the importance of that to drive toward your customer experience. AI will solve a lot of things, absolutely. And we're all seeing that. And we're all fascinated with the stuff that's been coming out at the moment. But I still think there's a human element to what we do and what we offer as a as a um, country and, and more importantly, you know, within Officeworks and within retailing in general, I think the investment on those sides of the fence will be will be an interesting dynamic. Whether people will do a return on investment case for AI or whether they'll do one from a, from a human uh, touch point remains to be seen. Which stakeholders do you find give you the best insights? We have, you know, in excess of 8,000 team members in our stores and they are the most amazing unfiltered uh, stakeholders that you can get. They talk to customers on a day-to-day basis and they hear it on the ground. Now, people might argue that that's an in-store experience and that's something that, um, you know, is one channel for you to understand. However, uh, I'm a big believer that, you know, the evolution of mobile phones and the activity of responsive websites and various things means that customers use every channel during their shopping mission. But the unfiltered nature of a store team member being able to say, hey, Tom come into our store and he did this and he couldn't do this and he can do You can't buy that from seeing a customer's feedback on your feedback form or going on to product review and various things. You just don't get that um, content and you don't get that information. So for me, the wonderful team members in our stores across Australia have the most power and the greatest information for you to solve pain points. And I think the the job we have is understanding and unpacking that information so that we can dovetail it into a pain point or a need for customers and then take a step back and look at what channel can solve the problem. The reason why I keep saying unfiltered, people in stores are wonderfully, wonderfully great at telling you how good or bad an experience is <laughs> quite easily. Telling it how it is. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, now it's time for you to tell it how it is. So could you try and finish this sentence for me? The future of CX is... The future of CX is unknown. Customer experience now is an accessible thing for lots of different departments and lots of different functions. The reason why I say unknown is I've always had a fascination of does customer experience just become part of everyone's job? Or do you always have a function that drives customer experience internally in a corporate like ours. I think the evolutional piece for me is how do you drive customer experience in every role that that is part of your organisation? And so I think companies that make that leap of faith, they go, no, 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 you don't protect the fact that there are, you know, six people over there that know customer experience. Everyone should know bits of customer experience. So I think it's an exciting time, um, but I think it's a bit of an unknown in terms of that evolution. Uh, and where does it come? But I just don't know where it's going to land. And I think that's the beauty and the exciting of being in the field of customer experience. I think the potential is untapped and you can go wherever you take it. We're actually on to the final question here. Can you describe to me what your ideal CX team looks like? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I think that um, the way that I look at um, the opportunity within CX or a CX team is that You've got almost an outward facing type of role set. So you've got whether that's research or whether that's analytics, um, you know, that external facing element of 
having people that are constantly looking at the market, constantly looking at customer trends, constantly looking at competition and retailers. Then you've got an internal side to that. So you've also got an internal um, uh, analytics more so than research that are looking at transactional data. So you've got this nice um, subset of factual elements that can drive decisions, drive elements. Complementing that, you need customer insights. So, um, you know, voice of customer is something that I'm passionate about. You need a voice of customer program. You need someone that controls that. You can't um, leave that to be organic and, and, you know, orchestrate its way through the organisation. The next thing for me is having people that have got a strategic mindset, so able to take pain points or needs and investigate them further for opportunities. So how do you go through and do, you know, whether it's, immersive analysis, whether it's customer interviews, whether it's surveys and stuff to, to tease out a set of opportunities. And the last thing I'd say in terms of my ideal set in, in customer experience is probably having design components. So how do people take from the finding and a pain point and discovery through to circumventing to what are the opportunities to go and showcasing some of those proof of concepts or designs down to be able to execute on. Um, so you've sort of got a nice flow through uh, customer experience and the goal I always think from a customer experience team is to influence the direction of the business so you're not there to tell everyone what to do and, and how to do it and stuff but influence the direction so that you always got a customer lens across all the decisions that you make as an organization that's all we've got for today I wish we could have gone for half an hour you've got so much insights and just wonderful knowledge to share so really appreciate you coming on Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've found this useful and feel free to share it with your friends, a co-worker, or even just some random person on the street. 10 in 10 is a monthly interview series, and if you'd like to be a part of the show, feel free to email me at tom at ft-group.com.au. And don't forget to sign up to our newsletter on cxloop.com.au to access future episodes, the latest news, and articles. Bye for now.